This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Delightful to see you again. You Christina. hate you too. So you know what? You're not wrong. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Fuck Bunnies. Christine is mad at me because I'm teasing her. Oh, I hate it. Um, that she can't take it. I I can dish, but I can't take. I can I can mm-hmm. I can chirp, but I can't. What's the opposite of chirping? If you're a bird, I can't lay an egg. <laughs> Good at opposites. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the same thing. I know I have to give you a Gatorade update because we we always talk about it at the beginning of the show. We're sponsored by Gatorade now. So I finished that Gatorade today. Ew, Audrey! So that was sitting <laughs> in your room for like two weeks? Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, it was sitting in my room for two weeks. That is... Room temperature. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, So I finished it today. Mm. And here's the best part. Went to go recycle the bottle. Uh-huh. And stumbled upon the expiration date for the Gatorade, <laughs> which was October 2018. <laughs> so big shout out to the CVS on 14th Street for selling me an expired Gatorade that I drank over the course of two <laughs> two weeks. You weren't even like a little bit worried that it was going to go bad. Can Gatorade go bad? Exactly. It can't go bad. Like. It's like basically water with a little bit of Kool-Aid mix. That's not true. I feel like that's false. There's nothing <laughs> real in Gatorade. There's no real ingredients in Gatorade, I don't think. You're going to have superpowers. Like, but like bad superpowers. Like ones that you don't want. Like what? Like, you're going to get... <laughs> uh, like, you can run really fast, but only backwards. So you can't see where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what's in Gatorade. Water. <laughs> what? Sugar. Sugar can go bad. Okay. Dextrose, mm. citric acid, natural flavors, sodium chloride, which is salt, mm. uh, sodium citrate, flavoring and coloring ingredients. And some use vegetable oil as a stabilizer. <laughs> so uh, I don't think Gatorade can go bad, but I was a little bit concerned that my CVS is selling um, old food. Three month expired Gatorade. You know what? They have to make a living, Audrey. Imagine if you that's if true. you had to sell Gatorade for your job. You probably sell old <laughs> Gatorade too. So that's pretty much how I'm doing. How about you? How are you? 
I am good. I just went to <laughs> the Buffalo Wild Wings in Lincoln Park, Chicago. Right on. To watch the Stars Hawks game. Uh, it was not playing anywhere. We had to like beg the waiter, can you please turn on the Blackhawks game that is going on about a mile away from here? Like, can you just turn wow. it on? No, they wanted to show like college basketball. Like, I'm sorry. If you watch college basketball and you like it, you're a real pervert. Like, that is <laughs> like the worst of. Ever. What even what college basketball games were on today? Some, like one of those V schools, like Villanova. I don't believe that exists. Oh, uh, where Villanova does exist. Where is it? It's outside of Philly. Oh. It's in the suburbs of Philly, just far enough outside of the city that it's annoying to get to. Why would you ever go there? Um, they call it Villanofun because. <laughs> It's like crazy uh, workload. And also it's Catholic or Jesuit or whatever. Why do you know all this about Villanova? Did you want to go there? No, because I went to college in Pennsylvania. So I just have a lot of obscure knowledge about other colleges in Pennsylvania. Wow, weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I drank two ciders. My mouth is just awfully dry. Are you going to get some like water? A little sip. Maybe get, get a hydrate. Maybe get some old Gatorade to just see what happens. Maybe it'll turn into yeah. Gatorade. I have some like really like old Gatorade in my car that's just been sitting oh, there yeah? for like months. And like I've wondered if it's... It's funny how the people in your life <laughs> who are closest to you judge you the most for doing the exact same goddamn things they okay, do. Well, it's, it's funny how that it's works. It's just in the car. I'm not like actively drinking it. But like now I want Yet. to. To see if it's fermented. <laughs> become like awful Gatorade wine. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's been cold in Chicago, so like it's been semi-refrigerated. Oh God, no, so no, it's older than that. <laughs> so it's no good. So a bit of a quiet, you know, very quiet week. This Honestly, week nothing's in the happened. NHL. Nothing's been going on. It's been really boring. It's been like there's been no hockey. Like Ovi scored a couple more goals, but like that's pretty par for the course at this All point. All right, podcast over. Um, Bye, Nikita Kucherov. Congrats on hitting 100 points, and um, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Uh, remember to watch, uh, watch, watch the Patreon. <laughs> just watch it. <laughs> you don't donate to it. All right. Yeah. Just kidding. Psych, losers. If you thought that we didn't pay attention to hockey this week, you're wrong. You're wrong. We paid almost too much attention for us. Yeah, I I read at least several articles. <laughs> so the trade deadline is we're recording on Sunday night. So the trade deadline is tomorrow at three. Will I have this episode done by then? Who's to say? It's cool that we decided to record before the trade deadline is over. I think that's a flex on our part. We're basically declaring that anything that happens after we record doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. Basically, in the scheme of things, it doesn't exist. Like, we just, 30 seconds before we started recording, we saw that Brandon Montour is being traded from the Ducks to the Sabres, <laughs> and we're not even going to talk about it, because, like, it's not Plus real. The Puck Bunny's trade deadline is, like, yeah. 30 minutes ago. <laughs> as soon as we hit record. Whatever happens to Mark Stone, I don't give a shit, because, you know what? Nothing yet. Well, nothing will happen, because the trade deadline was 30 minutes ago. Right. So basically, the only um, Ottawa Senators to be traded have been Matt Duchesne. Love him. So that's a big one. I mean, that was dominated a whole half of my day where I was just making douche jokes. Yeah. So Audrey, like, <laughs> temporarily blocked me on Twitter. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's not interesting enough to make too many jokes about aside from like the uber thing and the fact that he used to play for the abs and then was like fuck this i'm out of here and then went to ottawa and just had a miserable time who did he get traded for 
I don't like know. Like a pick or something. Some, the trades that we're going to talk about on this episode, none of them are one for one, but we're not going to talk about like picks or draft picks. Or I don't understand because, that. Like, we don't care. Those are imaginary. Um, if, if they're not currently playing in the NHL yet, they don't exist to me. They're fetuses. And also like just with the NHL, like dra- it's not like getting NBA draft picks where like you're drafting someone who's probably going to play like next year or this is like three years out slash might never play. So I don't care. Yeah. Unless you're talking about like first round, like top three picks. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Matt Duchesne went to the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I mean, sorry, he went from the Ottawa Senators wow. to the Blue Jackets. I'm awake. It's fine. <laughs> this was big because Matt Duchesne was like one of the biggest pieces on the market mm-hmm. at this point. And so, like, the fact that they got a pretty healthy return for him basically set the standard for the market. Right. So this was what? This was maybe Thursday that this happened? Yeah. And so this is a big deal for several reasons. Like, most importantly, probably for fans of the Blue Jackets, it means that they're going to try to make a final push. Uh, They're adding, they're, like, looking to add rental pieces to really make a deep playoff run while they still have, like, two of their Russian stars who have basically said that, like, we're out after the season. So they also, the second trade that the Blue Jackets did was they traded Anthony Duclair to the Senators for Ryan Zingle. Poor Anthony Duclair. Yeah, this will be Anthony Duclair's fifth NHL team, and he's he's 23 years old, and he's handsome as hell! Columbus is clearly like, okay, we're in it to win it, mm-hmm. and is just kind of like firing off in all directions to kind of make this happen. What do you think about that? I think it's very high risk, high reward. That's what I was thinking, because like if they don't make a deep run or have some sort of dark horse bid for the Stanley Cup this year, they're going to end up with nothing. Exactly. Like with nothing to like really build off of. So basically, like say they make the playoffs and get eliminated in like the first round. Though the risk here is that like because of the way Matt Duchesne is like being brought on before the trade deadline, Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that like he's going to stay in Columbus. I read somewhere that they were talking. They were talking a lot term with them i mean like obviously they're gonna they're gonna try and negotiate a long-term contract with him Mm -hmm. but he might be like uh i don't want to go back to ottawa and i don't really want to stay here like i want to test my luck in free agency and see like maybe he'll have an amazing playoff run with the blue jackets and like you know score 10 goals or whatever Mm -hmm. and then other teams will be like you know what we should really look at matt shane and maybe he'll i don't know go to fucking the jets or whatever yeah so then they could lose all three. They could lose Panarin. They could lose Duchesne. They could lose Bobrovsky. And on top of that, they could still miss the playoffs. And if they don't trade Panarin or Bobrovsky by tomorrow at 3 p.m., they'll go for nothing not- yeah. during the summer. Yeah. They'll get nothing back. So that's that's crazy bad. Like, that's the that's the high-risk mm-hmm. um, situation. The high-rewards scenario is that they win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so, like... I don't, I don't know if, how likely that is. I find that incredibly unlikely. But yeah, like, the high the high reward I can see is making, like, like, a long second or, like, a third round. Yeah. And then somehow being able to keep Panarin. Like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So I, I don't I don't think they're going to lose Panarin now. I don't I think Panarin and Bobrovsky are going to be a package deal at some point, And I think it's going to be during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think like the deal that they got for Duchesne was a first round pick mm-hmm. and then a conditional first round pick and two prospects. So that's like pretty good for somebody who's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. So like there's no guarantee that he's staying up with Columbus. Mm-hmm. And so like that would be the minimum asking price for somebody like Panarin. Probably more. Which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have 
my own like questions or doubts basically on like how worthwhile Duchesne is because he's Mm -hmm. bounced around a lot too and never really made it happen anywhere so it's like you know people talk about him being like a star forward and I'm like well I think part of that is that he has played in like over 700 career games he has over 700 career games he's been in the league for a while He's only played in eight playoff games Mm -hmm. during his entire career because he's just been on teams that have not made the playoffs. Like he's been on consistently shitty teams. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is going to be a kind of make or break rental period for him because like the Blue Jackets are going to make the playoffs bar something insane happening. Mm -hmm. His performance in the playoffs and like maybe he's been streaky in the past and that's why he's never really got he's been underrated. Mm -hmm. His performance in the playoffs this year is really, I think, going to set the trajectory of the rest of his career. No pressure. No pressure, dude. Good luck. Good luck, man. And Columbus, again, seems like a nice enough city. And I would rather be there than Ottawa, at least. I mean, it just adds another another guy to our boyfriend list, even though I don't think Matthew Shane's that attractive. He's a, He sings. He does? Yeah, he plays the guitar. He like He's big into country music. Yeah, don't love that. Yeah, the NHL kept, like, posting, like, the last three weeks, they've been posting, like, videos of him covering different country songs. And the best part about this trade is that they stopped posting those videos fucking finally. Thank you. I don't <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, you're from Canada. I was watching the, um, the stadium series last night, and, like, Keith Urban was the musical guest. And I'm like, who the fuck is listening to Keith Urban? And I guess it's hockey fans. Yeah. They have terrible taste. What's wrong with hockey fans? <laughs> yeah. I don't count myself. I mean, we have terrible taste. We have terrible no, taste we don't. pretty consistently. We actually have really good music taste. Oh, we have really good music taste. Yeah, for sure. Bad taste in everything else. Every Literally everything. Rating rating the Columbus Blue Jackets trades this week based on handsomeness alone. I was going to say, like, I can't do it on stats. <laughs> based on handsomeness alone, huge, huge loss for them losing Anthony Duclair. I mean, top 10 handsome. Huge loss. Big handsome. And also, I'll, I say this every every time we talk about him, incredibly underrated handsome. Let's move to the Wild. You know what's funny? It's like, I don't think I've ever seen a Minnesota Wild game. <laughs> Oh, God, me neither. I don't think we're going to watch one this, this season. We don't need to. They're quite bad. They're <laughs> so bad. Um, and they're only going to get worse, in my opinion. So the Wild traded Charlie Coyle to the Boston Bruins. Back home. Hometown boy returning to Boston for Ryan Donato. Also a college boy. A Harvard boy. A Harvard boy. All the Boston boys are Harvard Except boys. Except for Chris Kreider. He, was, he went to BU or BC? Yeah, he did not. BU. Oh, yeah. Because he played with uh, Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, they're the same age. Mm-mm. But they were in college at the same time. Okay. I was going to say. No, because remember, Johnny Gaudreau is, he's older than me. He's 25. Whoa. He's almost as old as I am. For the viewers, I am 26. Audrey's 12. Yep. 12 years old. <laughs> Graduating middle school this coming spring. Very excited. <laughs> so the wild, they're bad. And you could, the only good thing about this trade for them, and it is good, I think it is a good trade for Minnesota. It's because like, they're A, they're bringing in a younger player. Yeah. And B, they're gonna, this is the start of them like clearing up cap space mm-hmm. for the summer. Um, so they can afford to make some big moves this summer. Let's hope. If I was the wild, I would be tanking like hell right now. I think they kind of are. They're doing their best. Yeah. So, like, the Wild sort of suffers from similar problems that, like, the Blackhawks have, where they have a lot of, like, they were good, 
I mean, whenever I was living in Minnesota, like I lived in Minnesota for four years before I moved to Chicago, and like they were really good. They were like everyone's favorite team, mm-hmm. and now they're getting a little bit older, and like they have some really like expensive. Con- They've been really unlucky with injuries yes. this year. Yeah. Matt Dumba is probably going to be out for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. so that's a bummer. What do you think about this in terms of handsomeness? Um, I think that Boston really got the upper hand on this one. I think Charlie. It's very cute. A dream book. And now he gets to play with the other Charlie. Two Charlies. Two Charlies. We love it. We love to see two Charlies just having a good time. Charlie McAvoy. Two smiley boys. So somebody asked Jake DeBrusque about what they were going to do now that there's two Charlies on the team. What nicknames are we going to be working with? And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, we call Charlie McAvoy Cheeks anyway for obvious reasons. So. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I love, like, another Charlie coming to the team. He's the first Charlie. Yeah. Charlie McAvoy is like, what the fuck? The stars are doing things. The stars are doing things that I mostly disagree with. They got a good deal for Zigarello, I thought. They got a good deal, but I think he's worth more than that, honestly. Now he's going to be out for four weeks. They fleeced the Rangers, in my opinion. Um, so the stars traded Connor Carrick, one of my favorite Instagram follows, to the New Jersey Devils for Ben Lovejoy, bringing in some more defensive power for them. I guess that's good. And then the Rangers traded Matt Zuccarello to the Stars for literally picks. Like, no real bodies. It was weird. Some important things about this trade for me, for all of you to know, is that Matt Zuccarello is, I'm using quotation marks here, he's 5'7". So he's definitely lying about his height. He's like 5'5", I think, in in real life. They uh, were interviewing the Rangers goalie, Lundqvist, right after Matt's got traded. And he started crying. It's really upsetting. So they were actually in D.C. today. They played the Caps today. They lost like 5-6. It was like kind of an insane game. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, Zook got traded yesterday. And he and like Henrik Lundqvist are best friends. And have been best friends for like 10 years or something crazy like that. Zuccarello has been on the Rangers for eight years, which is forever. Mm -hmm. And he's also really, he was really close with Mika. Yeah. Zibanejad too. So it's just like a bummer in terms of like, human relationships which i think like a lot of times gets overlooked in these kind of yeah situations but like what can you do about it you know eight years is like an impossibly long time to both be Mm -hmm. playing hockey and to stay on the same team and i I was reading something else where like mika was saying like yeah like i hope you know because like kevin hayes uh is another player on the rangers and who's probably going to get traded Mm mm-hmm tomorrow uh tomorrow being monday Mm -hmm. mika was saying like yeah i hope all these seals just like you know fall through so we can all stay together i was like oh my god me too but like the thing is with the rangers is it's like they just got nothing you know what i mean like they have to do this they're so mediocre they said last year at the end of the season okay we are in a rebuild here we go Mm -hmm. three two one let's do it and this is the start of that and part of it is like it's hard because if Lundquist was theoretically willing to leave, which he's not, mm-hmm. they would have a ton more flexibility. But as it is... His contract is so big. He has no... And he's like, I'm not leaving. Like, I want to be a lifelong ranger. This is this is not something that I'm interested in doing. So they're just kind of const- more constrained in what they can do. And that leads to things like, okay, they're going to be trading probably Adam McQuaid. Mm-hmm definitely kevin hayes i'm really sad about that one zuccarello i don't know they're saying um hayes might be going to the flames i don't hate that honestly 
sexy. I like that. That's a little sexy to me. Did you know that he and the Kachuk brothers are cousins? That does not surprise me since they're both hockey players in America. The Boston connection. Gross. So that'd be kind of fun to see him play with Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. So the sad thing about the Zuccarello trade now is that he just played his first game with the Stars. Mm -hmm. And he got an assist and a point and also a broken arm. Yeah, so just a normal day. Normal 24 hours for him. And he will be out for four weeks because he blocked a shot with his arm. I've been saying this a lot, but he's very underrated, I think, because he is, like, he's small. He was undrafted. (laughs) He's undersized. And, like, he's gone on to have this great career. And he was one of, like, the top goal scorers for the Rangers. He's really small, but he's also just, like, fast. He's a little spark plug. I know it's so it's so funny how like this keeps happening again and again where these like smaller like undersized players are getting overlooked even though they're really good and it's because hockey Mm -hmm. GMs are like ancient stupid and think that you have to like be a certain way and look a certain way to be a good Mm -hmm. hockey player when all signs point to like the Zuccarellos and the Marchessaults like becoming like the future of the sport the Elias Pettersons the Johnny Gaudreau's you still hear like every goddamn week Brian Burke is on Hockey Night in Canada being like, I'll say that I never really thought he would be successful because he's small. And I'm like, buddy, let's talk about the Caps. I don't want to. They made a trade this week. The Caps had a started making moves very fast this week. Uh, Audrey nearly had a like panic attack. I mean, I think she actually might have a pa- had a panic attack several times. I full-on cried in the gym locker room on Tuesday after hearing that they had put Devontae Smith-Pelly on waivers. Normal reaction to have. <laughs> you were a little I too I was upset. really sad. He cleared waivers, though, spoiler alert, and he is now in Hershey with his their other son. Nathan Walker. The reason I think I was so upset is because, like, DSP is, I think, a special case in DC because mm-hmm. people really embraced him here. And like, this is a city that is majority black for people who are actual locals here. And I mean, like, it's a huge transplant city, but it's always been a super diverse. Mm-hmm. And to see so many people like really embrace him, especially like start in the playoffs last year when he was incredible. And, you know, there there's so many cases of people being like, it was so amazing to see somebody who looks like me mm-hmm. do that. And he's also done a lot of charity work with he's young given, players he's of color. He's been big in giving back to the community. Like, obviously, he loves DC. He took a hometown discount to stay here. And part of the reason he said he did that was because like, he wants to be a role model to kids in dc and so it's just like hard because like i want him to be happy and also like have a successful career and yeah i mean i i see both sides to it like i mean he took a ridiculous a ridiculous salary to stay in dc Mm -hmm. but i mean you can't be productive only in the playoffs and that's sort of what has happened with him like he just hasn't been able to match I I don't fault it for its logic. I don't fault that decision for its logic. It just sucks, like, in general to see that happen. And then the other trade that went on this week is that they traded Madison Bowie to the Red Wings for Nick Jensen, um, two defensemen. So it was just, like, kind of shitty to see, like, the Caps trade both our 
black players Mm -hmm. not to trade but like to have transactions that got rid of both of our black players in like less than 24 hours yeah and i think it's just like a reminder of like how few people of color are playing in the nhl right now so you can make like two relatively minor transactions like this and all of a sudden you go from being like oh one of the most diverse teams in the league to being like yeah you know and like it really begs the question okay like would these players have gotten a harder look or a longer chance if they had been white i mean like it sucks that you even have to ask that question but you do especially in hockey especially in like a sport where you know Devonte smith pelly went to chicago and had people telling him that he should be playing football it was kind of the same thing for me hearing about like what john like what tortorella was saying about anthony duclair this week oh i did not like that it was a lot to happen in 48 hours, and I was like, mm, not really loving the whole ethos going on right now. But anyway, the Caps made two, I think, very smart acquisitions this week. They got Carl Hagelin from the Kings for a couple of draft picks or whatever, and then they also brought in a defenseman, Nick Jensen, from the Red Wings, who has kind of been having a breakout year, which is great for him, and hopefully he'll continue to kind of bring that uh, with the Caps because... Um, Things are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> the Caps would like to make the playoffs, please. One playoff spot, please. <laughs> they actually signed Nick Jensen, like, right off the bat to a four-year deal. Good for him. Good for you, Nick. That That's good. That's a long-term solution, hopefully. And But also, this is good because uh, the Caps PK is currently number 22 in the league. You hate to see it. <laughs> that is not good. Both Nick Jensen and Carl Hagelin are, like, really good on the PK. I would like to go on the record for saying that penalty kill is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like the term? Yeah, just don't, like... What would you rather it be called? Why do you have to have a name for it? Just say, like, penalty is over. I think it's more of, like, a special teams term than anything. It's like, oh, you have a special... I I have a question, and you're gonna think I'm really stupid for asking it. So is there, Mm -hmm. like, a penalty kill line that goes out? Mm -hmm. And is it mostly defensemen or something? Penalty kill units, it's usually you want people who, like, their number one skill is shot suppression. Put your fat boys out there. <laughs> yeah, like, you want people who out there who are, like, willing to block pucks and sacrifice the body and, like, all that stuff. Thank you for the hockey lesson. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> so that's what the Caps did. Do I agree with it? Yes. Do I feel good about it? No. Anyway, I'll miss Madison Bowie. He's also very handsome. He's so handsome. Yeah, grading these in terms of handsomeness. Carl Hagelin, very handsome. I mean, Nick Jensen's also pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty cute. They added some hotness, I think. They added some classic Swedish hotness. But they lost... A blossoming handsomeness talent. Yes. Do we want to talk about what Torts said now? What did Torts say this week? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much, if you're a listener, you know about him. But he is a very candid gentleman. Mm-hmm. So twice this week, he's had some fun little sound bites. The first one was where he was talking about uh, Anthony DeClaire, who we have discussed. Artemi Panarin was scratched uh, this past week because he was sick. And so Anthony DeClaire, who had been like a healthy scratch, was back in the lineup. And he like was asked about like why he had been a healthy scratch and kind of said like he complimented DeClaire's like he's like he has a really high skill level and... Also, I don't think he knows how to play. It seems to me he's like a player that just feels he can get the puck because he's tremendously skilled. He can skate. He has all these things. I just think that he thinks he can go do whatever the hell he wants on the ice. We've spent a lot of time trying to teach him. Sometimes it looks like he's understanding. So to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know if he can't comprehend it or if he's just stubborn, but he's running out of time. 
And literally 48 hours later, he had been traded to the Sens. So, um, that's, uh... There's several layers here. Like, there's the first layer that we talked about where, like, NHL coaches don't say things like this to the press. Mm -hmm. There's another layer where Anthony DeClaire is one of the few, like, black players in the NHL. So to have, like, a coach saying, like, maybe he's too stupid to, like, be able to play the The optics are extremely bad. Yeah. I don't think... I. I don't think he was being gracious. Yeah. No, like I sincerely doubt that that was any, um, that was intentional. (laughs) However, it sounds really fucking bad. Yeah. Also, I don't know how useful negative feedback is to players in this way. I think that's probably because like, personally speaking, I am not good with negative feedback in that way. Like (laughs) nobody can light a fire under my ass by telling me that I suck shit at something. Like if I suck at something and somebody tells me that I suck at it, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to continue to be bad at this and I'm going to stop doing it forever. And it's not like he told him this in like in a closed meeting. He told the press this. He told the press that like this guy has a low hockey IQ, but is like physically talented. Like, I mean, if I was a player, I would like quit. Like I I wouldn't, I wouldn't play hard for you if that's how you think of me. The hard thing with Torts is that, like, he's just kind of like this. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole. That's kind of his whole shtick. And, I mean, like, there's men like that in every industry. And I think it's, like, very tired at mm-hmm. this point. Being mean doesn't mean that you're interesting. Right. Uh, it's not something you can shape a personality around. So it's it kind of like he's made comments that are very, like, out there like this in the past. And he's not going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I it's just it's very weird to me that people treat it like kind of like a circus act yeah and they're like oh he's just at it again being his usual self and I'm like dude not to pull the gender card <laughs> but like if a woman did that <laughs> can you fucking imagine no be nicer just be better think about how your words impact people I will never do that, but he should. I personally will never do that, but he should maybe think about it. Uh, I also am not, you know, giving press conferences every goddamn day of my life. But. I mean, you kind of do on Twitter.com. Every tweets is press yeah, conference. That's true. But my tweets are good, so. Retweets are endorsements. Do you want to take some calls? I Yes, I would love to. Uh, we got a text that says, hey, bunnies. I'm wondering if y'all could come up with some individual goal songs for our favorite caps Ooh. and other hot players. That's a good one. Because as of right now, just from what we've learned about hockey players' musical tastes, they would all just be Avicii songs. Avicii or... Do you remember when Sarah wrote that article about uh, the Canes goal songs and all of them said it would be Mo Bamba? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So, like, none of them are going to choose a Courtney Barnett jam for their goal song. I I would love it if someone, like, goal song was like, I need a little time. I would really bring... (laughs) bring up the energy in the in the arena the caps i think like the most obvious one is Ovi would it would just be russian techno or like yeah avici tiesto they're the caps are a big kind of electronic team which you know to each their own they all are unfortunately nick backstrom i would love to have like let the bodies hit the floor because he's a little demon. Because <laughs> I would let him kill me. <laughs> and, and I think, uh, I, and I'm scared of him. I, I, I was going to like just let the answers to this one hit me. But I feel like, I really feel like Tom Wilson's should be short skirt, long jacket by Kate. Yeah? Yeah, because, well, because he can score goals and also kill people. Oh, yes. You can do both. Also, I just like that song. I'm sure that's somebody's. What would, what would Koozie's be? Oh my god, I know, I know what it would be. What? What? Do you know the band Can? Yes. Okay, you know that song that was in the, uh, ah, that movie. 
Inherent Vice. There we go. Inherent Vice. Okay, you know the trailer from that from that movie. Mm-hmm. You know the song that plays. That would be Koozie's song. Vitamin C. The song Vitamin C by Can. Okay. Uh, listener, sound off in our inbox if you agree with me. What about um? Let's see. Who are some of our faves? Elias Patterson. What would his? It would it would be the song from Dora the Explorer because he's a child. Twilight Zone theme song. Oh, that's really good. Mm. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Jamie Ben. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Headshot. You're so right. Or Behind These Hazel Eyes. Just any Kelly Clarkson song. Uh, Eric Carlson. Oh, God. It would be something like... I, I feel like he would be a big classic rock. can play some Van Halen. Yeah, or like like Stairway to Heaven or something like really stupid. <laughs> I would love that. A seven minute long girl song. <laughs> I don't want to be stupid, but like it would be something I would be like, Dad, stop, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connor McDavid. And Enya song. Dancing on my own. <gasps> Audrey, that's so good. <laughs> we should we should like okay, I think what I'm gonna do this week is I'm just gonna like make a bunch of these and post them on our Twitter. <laughs> this is a great question. Thank you so much. Hey bunnies, it's Jack from Boston. I wasn't able to watch the stadium series, but I forgot to cancel my free trial to the athletics, so I read about it there. And I was hoping you could explain to me why I like the Flyers now and then sad about Wayne Simmons potentially leaving. Also, I was hoping for takes on gritty streaking discourse. Thanks. Love the show. Have a good day. What's not to love about the Flyers? Yeah, they're fucking trash. It's the best. They're all handsome. I don't know about Jake Voracek. Okay, go off. I guess some of them are very handsome. They're all dirty. They're all just a bunch of possums, like living in an alley behind your house, mm-hmm. and they like are jumping on the trash cans at night. But you keep feeding them anyways. To me, what I, I see them as, I see them like a Jungle Book esque team, except they're all possums. And then like they took in a child from the street whose name is Carter Hart, yeah. and they're all like doing their best to like feed him from the trash that they pick up off the yeah. street. <laughs> He's their, like, trash human son. It's like Tarzan with possums. Something is different about Carter Hart, but the rest of them are all, like, disgusting animals. Disgusting. <laughs> um, so we both watched the Stadium Series game. I only watched, like, a period and a half. What did you think of it? Personally, I hate it when games are played outside. I don't like that. That was such classic Pennsylvania weather, too. It was just drizzling It looked cold. gross. Like, I went to college in Pennsylvania, and I would say, like, probably six days out of seven, that's how the weather was during the winter. Yeah, from my time I have spent in Pennsylvania, it was raining the whole time. Garbage state. Love it. I hate it there. But they won! Huge comeback for the Flyers. Four to three, overtime victory. My man, Clued. He turned it on. The Flyers are fun to like because they're not good. Mm-hmm. but they are hauling ass to try and make the playoffs and you gotta respect it even though they they really shouldn't be doing that like they should be tanking they're really doing it <laughs> they're doing their best um i think the fly i like the flyers because the flyers also hate the pens the enemy of my enemy is my friend it's really fun to watch the penguins lose oh also can we talk about the penguins warm-up jerseys uh somebody dm them to us on twitter I will say that they made Sidney Crosby look like a burnt grilled cheese. <laughs> they were the ones with like the keystone on the front. Oh and no, then, like, I hate the those. little keystones. They made them look like fucking burnt grilled cheese. They did look like that. Oh, it's so bad. 
I am also sad about Wayne Simmons potentially leaving and it's definitely going to happen. And, and that sucks. I think that the worst part is that like, he's just like a genuinely very good guy. And also mm-hmm. he and like Jacob Voracek and Clude, they've all been there for forever. Like eight They're years. They're all best friends. They're all buddies. And so it was really emotional. Like last night um, after the game, Jacob Voracek got like their, you know, they have like a game helmet that mm-hmm. they get. It's like an MVP helmet basically for like, their star of the game and drew gave it to jacob voracek who got like the game tying goal and then voracek gave it to wayne simmons he basically said like no matter what happens we love you (laughs) the king raccoon is going going to another coven yeah so hopefully he ends up i think like nashville is really interested in him bruins have said that they're interested in him so hopefully he ends up somewhere great also, his wife is, like, super pregnant, so that's going to be really stressful. Yeah. Anyway, the Flyers are fun. You should like them. Yeah, we we love them. Good team. We got another text this week that said, I just got introduced to your podcast, and I love it. Wow, thank you. Wow, wow, wow. Paulina Gretzky. Well, this is a sharp transition, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it, because this is, like, exactly the way my brain works. Uh, yeah. Just no two thoughts are connected to each other. <laughs> Paulina Gretzky is married to a very unfaithful golfer. Let's say she has been given or given herself a hall pass. My question is, which hockey player should she use her hall pass on and why? Use any criteria or logic you want. Also, go Canes. Okay, is Paulina Gretzky a person? Okay, yeah, she's real. I thought this was just like a, presented to us as a, as a hypothetical. No, Paulina Gretzky is Wayne Gretzky's extremely hot daughter. Oh my god. She is engaged to, I think, Dustin Johnson. Yes. Some golfer whose name is Dustin. And to me, they're all named Dustin. Wow, she is mad hot. She's extremely fucking hot. She's had a lot of work done, but like, she's still really hot. Yes. Um, She's very blonde. In terms of, like, first of all, she should get multiple hall passes. If her husband (laughs) cheats on her, like, she should be able to fuck whoever she wants as many times as she wants. And if I'm a hockey player, I would want to fuck her because, like, it's, like, a transitive, maybe you'll get better. Yeah, you want some, like, Gretzky DNA. (laughs) Let's see. Who's really hot and also, like, not a baby? Tyler Sagan. Next, next question please that's stop. what you have to use it on this you have to he's the hottest player in the nhl dude come on he is compared I... like with how hot she is yeah she and tyler Sagan are not at the same level come on have you seen his back abs yeah they like freak me out <laughs> okay well who do you think is more handsome than tyler Sagan? who has like roman yossi yeah but he looks boring she looks boring. Okay, fair. Come on. She does not have an interesting personality. No, let's be real. she's too hot. Sorry. <laughs> Roman Yossi is gorgeous. Gabriel Landeskog. Ooh, yeah. Gabe Landeskog is a good one. That'd be a lot of blonde. That'd be very pretty. Who's the other really hot guy on the Predators? Who's not? P.K. Sibon. Oh, Brian Boyle. Oh. Brian Boyle is a man. Mm-hmm. Like, capital M. Carrie Price. Mm, yeah, I, I know you think Carrie Price is hot, which is weird to me. Yeah. Like, sure. I literally have named a group chat that both of us are in Carrie Price yeehawking. Um, what about Braden Holtby? No, he's too cool for her. That's a really weird thing for me to say, that a man he's is too, too cool, cool for a woman, but like... It's true. <laughs> it's true. Maybe uh, Lundquist. Oh, yeah. I mean... They'd be very fashionable together. He's so handsome. Jesus Christ. so handsome. 
a uh, little little sneak peek for our Patreon uh, subscribers. I've been doing a deep dive into Lundquist's natal chart. Yeah. And a lot of things make sense about him once you know where and when he was born. Interesting. Got a Gemini moon. I'm excited for that. Okay, those are good options, but she should not fuck Tyler Second. Come on. Everyone, if you had a chance to, you should. I mean, like, if you have a chance to, you should, but I think the fact is, like, like, it would be too easy. It would be too easy for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, she could just call him. He'd be like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am already on my way. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is by and large a Christina Defends Tyler Second from Audrey podcast. This is the last text that we got this week. Hi, Puck Bunnies. My question is, when have you ever felt most represented as a hockey fan in film or television? And why is it Allison Pill in Goon? Go Yotes! Go Yotes! Lauren? I will say, I have not really ever felt represented in a hockey movie, per se. I've never seen Goon, so I don't know what Allison Pill's deal is in Goon. She's just like a really big hockey fan. It's not that good. She, she knows a lot about stats and stuff. <laughs> Cannot relate. <laughs> so I, I feel like, and I feel like this way about, about a lot of sports, but especially about hockey. There's this sort of new wave of, of female fans that are like coming mm-hmm. to the sport. And we're able to both enjoy the sport like for what it is and also be horny for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is not super depicted in like a lot of movies, except maybe that one movie. Oh, God, what is it called? It's really great. And I'm forgetting the name of it. Bull Durham. Yeah, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, uh, I, I felt very connected to her just from like a sports fan basis, even though it's about baseball. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, like, I really, I it, it's it's like there's this whole untapped market out there of like women who are genuinely interested in the sport and also horny for the sport. Love to contain multitudes. Yeah. Robert Frost. That's not true. That's well women. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you an English major? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you know that I'm a lawyer? And I went to college. <laughs> I love think? a college girl. I love a college girl. I haven't seen Goons. Like, I really have no opinion about this. I like Allison Pill. I'm trying to think of, like, really don't like sports movies. In I general. don't either. You know, they're kind of boring. But I will say they're that for boys. Mighty Ducks 2, <laughs> the really, really hot um, Icelandic, like, assistant coach who ends up, like, hooking up with Coach Bombay. I was, like, honestly rooting for her the entire time. <laughs> She's like, I'm here to win. I'm here to win and I'm here to get laid. And that is just, I think, a great mentality. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Mm-hmm. Walt Whitman slash Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps up what we're going to talk about this week. Thank you so much for listening to 22 whole episodes of Puck Bunnies. Don't forget to rate us uh, on iTunes. And also, if you want to, sign it for a Patreon. Yeah, if you sign up for our Patreon, we should be rolling out some exclusive content this week. I almost said, like, exclusive shit. Like, you get my very exclusive. (laughs) Just a deep dive into our lives. (laughs) If you guys have any calls or requests or whatever for next week, our number is 774-318-6952. You love saying that. I love it. I love it. I worked really hard for that number. If you want to send us money, just let us know. Well, well I'll give you my address. I think my Venmo is my Twitter handle. So just put that, that out there. I'm trying to decide on uh, outro music for this show. And I have no real ideas. So if you have any ideas about what I should put um, 
here, like after the show ends, just um, let me know. I can't play. I it can't be Mo Bamba. <laughs> you haven't even asked me. You're you're asking your viewers before you yeah. ask. You ask me, and my answer is going to be the um, Sabers Go Horn song. That's true, but I think I. I mean, like, oh, that that would be too many goal horns. You don't do the horn part, just the song oh, part. Oh, just after. the song part. <laughs> oh, Christina, here's a good question. What would be your goal song? Oh. I feel like we've answered this one before, but it it changes all the time. Yeah. Um, I think it might be <laughs> Country Grammar by Nelly. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> well, actually, no, I can't play that. It has it has way too many words. I can't. I'm not allowed to say. Well, you wouldn't play the whole song. Like it would it would just be like you know a 10, 15 second segment. Hmm. No, you know what? It'd be Thrashing Real by Against Me. Everyone would hate it. Wow. Mine would be Red Bull and Hennessy, Jenny Lewis. Okay, bye. (laughs) See you next week. Okay, bye.
on Red Bull and Hey! 